0: It can change dynamics of relationships, it can change dynamics of teams, and it can truly affect the effectiveness of your conversations and your communication.
1: And empathy can be shown in a lot of ways, but by validating their feelings and experiences, the best way to do it and expressing that genuine concern for their circumstances.
0: Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy.
1: We're your hosts, Jack and Kara Denison, and we're your ultimate career coaches. We're
0: here to help you find land and crush your dream job and help you live an amazingly
1: authentic life while doing it.
0: If you're a professional ready to make the money you're worth, make an impact at companies you like and live authentically, this podcast is for you.
1: Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. Class is in session
0: welcome to today's episode we hope that you enjoyed last week's episode which was why your routine may be failing your job search Ooh. if you had not had a chance to listen to it we highly suggest take a listen to it or watch it on YouTube but after this episode because this episode's a good one last week was a good one too we talked about routines and we highly suggest taking a listen to it whether or not you're in a job search because we talked about the importance of routines, no matter if you're in a job search, but definitely send it to a friend or colleague if they're in a job search or not, because we dropped some really good golden nuggets in that one. Yeah, it was fire. It was really good. So what are we talking about today, Jack?
1: Today is the one big thing stopping you from getting ahead in your career. That's exciting. You're a professional looking to climb further within your current organization or jump to another great one. We're covering a topic that often gets overlooked. Grab your notes, your favorite pen, because Career Advancement Academy is here and class starts now.
0: All right. So the number one big thing is stopping people from advancing in their career is not having good, effective communication. That's a big one.
1: Yeah, it's huge. I mean,
0: I mean it's the biggest one almost, right? I mean, that's what we're calling it. Because everyone communicates, right? And if you don't have good effective communication, good rapport building, you're going to struggle when it comes to advancing in your careers. In fact, have you ever wondered why some professionals seem to effortlessly climb the ladder while others struggle to make progress? Usually it often comes down to more than just technical skills and experience. It comes down to building strong relationships, conveying your ideas and your values and establishing rapport so that you can open doors and create unending opportunities in your career.
1: The foundation of successful professional communication lies in building those strong relationships. We're going to be going over a handful of examples on how to build that rapport to support your career.
0: Absolutely. Number
1: one, networking. Networking is more than just attending events and collecting business cards, right? It's about establishing meaningful connections with others. But sometimes even outside of your industry, it doesn't have to be with just people that you are working in your industry. If you can effectively communicate And build rapport with professionals in your industry, with outside of your industry, you open doors to new opportunities. You get to gain insights and advice from others, and possibly even get mentorship relationships if we can do that successfully. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Networking is a game changer. And in fact, it is the game changer when it comes to advancing your career advancing in your job search and advancing up to upper levels, right? I'm sure you have all heard it's not what you know, it's who you know. And that is true now more than ever. And honestly, networking is a lot easier now more than ever with the ad, the invention of the internet, LinkedIn, Zoom, all of that really great stuff. The problem is, is that a lot of people don't know how to network and really networking. The definition of networking truly is when you look it up on Google, I was going to say Webster's, but who has that guy anymore, right? On Google. Um, It truly just says it's two individuals getting together and exchanging information. I swear you are networking every single day in your jobs, online, all of that other good stuff. But the problem is, is that people are not using effective communication to network effectively. And once you learn it, those who know how to network are the ones that are advancing in in their careers and taking the jobs that you want. So if you can be proficient at communication and really learning the effective rules of communication, you will become not only uh, recession-proof, but you will have the ultimate job security because you will be able to generate as many opportunities as possible because you can talk to anyone.
1: I love that. Yeah. Another example of the way that communication can set you up for success in your career, it's through collaboration. And in today's interconnected work environment, Collaboration's key. Mm -hmm. Effective communication plays a vital role in collaborating with your colleagues, cross-functional teams, even external stakeholders. But by building rapport and fostering those open lines of communication, you can create an environment where ideas flow freely, collaboration thrives, and innovation solutions are born. Collaborative success can lead to recognition, promotions, and new career prospects. (laughs) Here's a scenario that we've seen play out just way too far often. Your leader, your manager, they get an offer and they leave for another opportunity. Do you have a good enough relationship with that leader that if they need a team to be built, that you're on the shortlist? list? Mm. If they need somebody who has the knowledge to do the job, yeah, that's number one. But they also want somebody who's going to have their back and be aligned with them. They, The leader wants somebody that they know they can communicate these, these new needs and goals of this role and that you're going to be able to carry that forward and be able to execute when the time comes. Mm-hmm.
0: When it comes to collaboration, what's so important about communication is the fact that When you are in an organization, and most of us have, where there are silos between departments where you cannot collaborate or communicate uh, amongst other departments, work does not get done. Innovation does not get done. Processes are inefficient. And so when there is cross-functional collaboration, when you can communicate what you do and you can Actively understand what other people do, you are able to not only innovate at a much higher level, but you're able to speak to the needs of what you need done, the needs of your department. But you can also understand what the other departments do around you, and you can actually advance much more into your career. And we're going to be talking about moving into leadership and how uh, leaders have more effective communication, or those who advance higher tend to have communication, but it comes from this collaboration piece. It's because the more you can understand about your organization and how it works, interlocking among each other, the more you can be strategic and the better you can communicate those needs and uh, be able to innovate processes, optimize efficiencies and things like that, the more valuable you will be, honestly, the more valuable you will become to your organization, but not just to your organization, the more valuable you will become period. And if you can communicate that value, the more you will be able to advance in your career
1: period. The next example we have is leadership, right? And and Kara mentioned that when you're a seasoned manager aspiring to lead within your organization, it's really gonna be important for you to be able to provide clear instructions, right? To be able to inspire others, to be able to engage and motivate potentially others. By mastering these skills, you increase your chances of being entrusted to get more leadership opportunities Mm -hmm. and thus advancing your career. How are you in training your peers, volunteering to lead in on projects, right? Or new implementations that the the company wants to, to take on? Are you speaking up when prompted in the right circumstances to help set your part, set yourself apart from those in the office just content doing their job and their job alone?
0: Exactly. Like Jack said, the best leaders inspire their team. The best leaders are approachable. The best leaders also know how to communicate with all levels of organization. We have all worked for leaders who are not great at communicating. And so the more that you can communicate effectively, again, tell your value, but also see the value in other people and communicate effectively, again, to all levels of the organization, the more you'll be able to advance in your career. But more importantly, the more you'll be able to lead teams effectively towards a common shared goal.
1: I love that. And, And it's so important. And we also have a few benefits that really kind of comes along with having that professional communication. I mean, number one, you're going to have enhanced influence and persuasion. You're going to be able to articulate your ideas. And if you can express your opinions persuasively and connect with others on a deeper level, guess what happens? You become a more influential professional. And that enhanced influence allows you to sway opinions in the office, gain buy-in for your initiatives, influence decision-making processes, maybe to go work on your project as opposed to somebody else's. These skills are invaluable when it comes to seeking promotions, leading projects, or driving organizational change. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. Enhanced influence and persuasion is not only great for your current job, but it's great for your job search. It's great for uh, negotiating. And that's going to be our next one. Negotiating with vendors um, with to get projects done. If you start your own business, when it comes to being an influencer um, and an industry thought leader in your industry, um, speaking at events. And nowadays, it's not just about your job. If you do want to become an industry thought leader, it's going to be potentially getting on podcasts, speaking at events or conferences. So um, having this enhanced communication is is going to help out with that. Speaking of, the next benefit is improved negotiation skills. When you're able to truly explain your value, explain the crucial aspects of your career and effectively communicate, all of a sudden, your not all of a sudden, but (laughs) your negotiation skills do improve as well because you are able to understand not just your perspective and communicate effectively but the other perspectives you're able to find win-win solutions a lot easier you're able to hone those skills and you're able to have better conversations that are productive win-win and collaborative because you're advocating for the best in- interests of both parties
1: that's awesome and it's so important to be able to do that in negotiation yeah. but one last amazing benefit it's increased professional visibility within your organization or your industry as a whole. And that's where it's so important to establish a reputation as a skilled communicator and relationship builder, because you become top of mind for promotions internally, Maybe also for other decision makers out in the marketplace, if you're being uh, visual on platforms like LinkedIn with content strategy, Mm -hmm. are you uh, jumping in on high profile projects and are you looking to expand your network? And if you're looking to do that, but with that increased professional visibility, you're going to be able to connect with people that you never thought was possible prior. And this is why strengthening your professional brand is so key.
0: Yeah. Not only that, increased professional visibility, increased opportunities too. Right. So that's really exciting. So now that we know some of the benefits of effective communications and some examples of ways that we can use it throughout our careers, I want to know some ways that we can actually improve our communication. If we're sitting here going, well, that sounds great, but now what?
1: <laughs> well, all right. Well, number one way it's to listen. It's active listening. Mm-hmm. Active listening is about being fully present, engaged when somebody's speaking. So this means not just hearing their words, but also understanding the complete message behind it mm-hmm. and showing interest, avoiding interruptions, asking clarifying questions, also paraphrasing phrasing what they say so that you show that you understood.
0: Yeah. So active listening, a lot of times you are in a conversation and you can tell that someone's hearing you, but they are not Listening, they're not comprehending. And you don't want that person to feel that way when you're listening to them, right? So, this is really being intentional when someone's talking to you. And it's absolutely okay to say to someone, if you are not able to actively listen in that moment, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not able to have this conversation right now. Could we reschedule for a time where I'm able to be more present and really hear what you're saying? It is absolutely okay to do that because. I can almost guarantee that person will um, be more receptive to that because they know you're going to be intentional. When you active listen, whatever you need to do to help yourself out, right? writing notes, whatever, and like Jack said, paraphrasing what that person said back to you uh, or said to you back to them so that they know that you've been understood. This not only is going to cut down on time wasted by trying to go back, etc. But asking those clarifying questions and why I'm spending a little bit more time on this is this is such a small tweak that a lot of people can do is just really being intentional when you're listening and not thinking about the thing you want to say next, but really listening. It can change dynamics of relationships, it can change dynamics of teams, and it can truly affect the effectiveness of your conversations and your communication.
1: I know our relationship got better when I started actively listening. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely did. <laughs> yeah. The next one is empathy and right. It's so important to see something from somebody else's perspective. When we're communicating, it's going to help build that connection, but it's also going to make them feel valued, heard, And empathy can be shown in a lot of ways, but by validating their feelings and experiences, the best way to do it and expressing that genuine concern for their circumstances.
0: Yeah. This is a big sign of emotional intelligence, right? Emotional intelligence is recognizing the the emotions of other people. Emotional intelligence is a very critical and highly sought after skill, especially now in the job market. When you can respond to people more effectively, understanding their emotional state, and really seeing things from other people's point of view, not only is this a huge part of communication, it's that softer side, sure, but... It's a big part of communication because it's not just about what people are saying. It is the emotions behind it. And emotions usually are what drive people's actions. And so as you are talking to someone and they're explaining something with emotions, being able to really see it from their point of view and zooming out and being able to see the conversation from both sides is a huge sign of emotional intelligence and will help you advance. advance in your career. And this can be done by practicing this at home and in any conversation right? that you are in and really getting curious with why is this being brought up? Where are they coming from? If I were the other person in this conversation, how would I want to um, be reacted to in this conversation?
1: Really interesting. interesting. I, I love that. What's
0: the next one? The next one kind of goes along with this, which is the nonverbal communication, right? So body language, facial expressions, if you're watching us on YouTube, right? Woo! You know, all of those things, the eyebrows, the tone of voice, um, the way someone is sitting, if they're hunched over or shoulders back, if they're getting distracted, if they're looking at you, all of those things is a big part of nonverbal communication. And the way you can affect. Nonverbal communication in your communication skills is really starting to get curious about how you present yourself when you start communicating. One of the best things that we do when it comes to um, interview prep, when we are coaching people in one-on-one sessions is we record the session and we send it back to them. And we encourage people, watch yourself when you are in a mock interview situation. And man, is it uncomfortable. No one loves watching themselves on video. However, when you do that, you're able to really um, audit yourself for your non verbal cues? Do you talk with your hands like I do? Do you have kind of that resting face that is is sort of angry looking or excited? Or are you responding when the other person talks with a nonverbal agreement or non-agreement, right? So this is a very critical part of communication that not a lot of people think about.
1: I love that. And I think it's so important that we all pay attention to that in this day and age with everything being done online. Yeah, And I guess that kind of leads us to the next one, which is talking about being clear and concise, right? Yeah. Because we want to be cons- we want to be uh, appropriate with our nonverbal communication, but we also want to be clear and avoid heavy jargon, complex language, right, or lengthy explanations like this one just did right here so you know communicate your thoughts and clearly concisely ensuring that your message is easily understood i think that's pretty simple
0: yeah when a very easy way to do this is um A lot of times when we feel put on the spot and someone asks us a question, um, this is a little bit of our interview coaching that I'm gonna be giving you. I like to use the framework problem solution result. So if someone uh, like your boss asks you, hey, where are we on this, right? Or, um, hey, we have this problem. What's the solution? What are we working on? What are we, you know, where are we? What I like to do is frame it in a problem solution result format. So the problem is basically restricting Stating what the problem is. If they say, Where are we on this project? Hey, you know, here's the project. The problem was that we were here, and this is where the problem was. The solution is going to be, and so here's what I'm doing to fix it. And the result is going to be this is the expected result or the result that I got from the solution I implemented. When you're able to really communicate in that framework, you eliminate that mental load of, oh my God, what do I say? You're just answering in that framework and you're keeping it short and concise to exactly what that decision maker or boss in this situation wants to hear. Um, So what I always uh, like to teach my clients is storytelling and using frameworks to answers specifically when it comes to uh, professional and corporate communication.
1: I love that problem solution resolve framework. Great. So the next one is all about how do we provide feed and how do we provide feedback and how do we seek feedback? Mm -hmm. Are we giving feedback that's constructive? Are we being honest? Are we being specific? But also when we receive feedback, that's a whole nother thing. Are we listening? Are we intentional? Are we trying to learn? Are we thanking and grateful for that person giving the feedback and taking that time with us and Are we taking the actions that after we've gotten the feedback when necessary, are we actually implementing those changes to make ourselves better? That's where it's going to be very key uh, to improve your communication. And
0: along with feedback... I recommend asking for feedback often, right? Seek feedback, seek feedback from people that you trust most specifically, right? So what I would, the guideline that I always give here is if you would not take advice from this person, don't ask for feedback from them, right? If you don't kind of trust their advice giving or anything like that. Don't ask for critical feedback from them either. We don't need their criticisms if we're not going to take their advice. However, if you do trust this person, if they are a mentor, if they are a colleague that you look up to, if they're a trusted friend, ask for feedback and really ask for it regularly and often so that you can be improving um and getting used to receiving feedback because feedback is a natural part of Corporate America, it just is.
1: I I think that's great, but the next one is maybe even as important as all of them, right? Mm-hmm. It's just approaching the communication with respect and making sure that we are acknowledging others' contributions, ideas, and feelings. We're holding the space if we're communicating with somebody to allowing them to be open, and we need to make sure that we're using the appropriate language, the appropriate manners that go along with uh, the background of which the person we're interacting with. And we need to make an effort to acknowledge and appreciate their work. And if you're approaching everything from the standpoint of respect, you're going to be in a good place moving forward.
0: Absolutely. The next one is building trust. So leaders, people who are trusted in corporate America, they're reliable, they're consistent, and they're honest in their interaction. And this is really, truly a big part about communication it is really difficult to have effective communication with someone that you do not trust, right? Who is constantly breaking promises, never able to be relied on. And so really being able to be that person that is trusted, who keeps confidential information secure, who is good for, um, being consistent is reliable is truly a mark of a uh, great communicator and a, and a really great professional and leader as well. So that's a really big part about communication as well.
1: love that. Adaptability. Ooh, <laughs> this one's, this one's interesting because people we would communicate in different ways mm-hmm. and really we should be able to adapt to others and we shouldn't have to always have it our way. We should be able to meet somebody where they are and really adjusting our communication styles to the person that we're communicating with. Maybe, uh, we, we change our mannerisms a little bit. We change, bring our tone down, right? Maybe, um, we go to a certain location if we're talking to somebody, right? If we're, we're going to be speaking with an ex boss, we, for networking conversations, probably not the best look to just invite them over to your couch. Maybe you want to go out and have coffee, right? You want to go into a more professional setting, uh, maybe have a meal. Uh, the other thing is if you are looking to have a conversation with people from other countries, make sure that we understand the culture, that we're not going to be using any language or uh, types of things that might be offensive. Those types of things, as well as just knowing who we're engaging with and meeting them where they are, they not pushing uh, too far for it to be on our terms. That's going to be key.
0: Really with adaptability, it's being intentional, right? So different conversations need to be had in different places and in different ways, right? So having professional conversations in professional places and personal and, and personal places, and also being respectful of the person that you're having the conversation with certain, uh, you're not going to have a a conversation with a professional the same way that you're going to have a conversation with your buddies on game day. So really just adjusting your communication for the setting and the person that you're having it with. And the final one really is going to be practicing. Practicing effective and professional communication every chance you get because of the fact that this is a skill the way that I communicate on these types of podcasts and have these conversations is completely different than how I did years ago. And it's because I've done it over and over and over again. And because I've filmed myself multiple times for TikTok videos, but I talk completely differently than I did years ago. And it's because I've had to do it over and over again. And so I always recommend if this is something that you really want to practice, there are multiple ways to do that. You can join a Toastmasters uh, group. You can join a networking group with your community. Um, I know there's a lot of women's networking groups in different uh, towns and cities. You can hire a coach to help you out with that. You can um, practice, you can start a group within your organization or your own uh, community. If you don't have one, you can join an online community. So there's a lot of different, or you can just practice with friends and, and colleagues and family members at home. And that is so many great ways to enhance your communication skills. And so many great reasons why you should, especially if career advancement is one of your one of your priorities, right? One of your goals for your career, which is really exciting. And communication is definitely one of the best ways to do
1: that. I love it. I thought today's conversation was great. We covered so much. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next week for episode number eight, we're going to be talking about why your personal development is keeping you from professional growth. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. Your feedback means a lot to us and helps others discover the Career Advancement Academy.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Thank you for attending the Career Advancement Academy this week. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation.
0: If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on
1: upcoming episodes. If you're interested in working with us, check out www.OptimizeCareerSolutions.com to learn more.